0: Hey, welcome to a bonus episode about cheat days. I wanted to follow up on something I said in episode 30 going gluten and dairy free part 1. I mentioned cheat days and how I don't agree with or use the term cheat days. And I thought it was worthy to to circle back and and share with you why. First, if you're, you know, in case you're not familiar with what a cheat day is, basically a cheat day is like a scheduled break in a diet. It's the idea that, you know, for one, one day a week, you can eat whatever the heck you want. You can go hog wild and just le- let yourself eat whatever your heart desires, as long as you stick to your plan or your diet for the remaining six days of the week. So there's a lot of people in the health and wellness industry that support G-day- cheat days, but I'm not into it at all. (laughs) Um, you know, the cheat day could trigger unhealthy eating behaviors, especially in those who struggle with emotional eating or food addiction or eating disorders. It's like, you know, this mindset of depriving yourself for six days. And then on the seventh, it's a free for all. I believe that, um, that cheat days perpetuate unhealthy diet culture and really could just trigger those unhealthy eating behaviors. And, you know, while the idea of a cheat day might seem helpful, I just don't buy it. I mean, let's look at this word cheat. Okay. It's got a negative association. It's like, you know, if you cheat and you get caught, you're in trouble and you're bad. I looked up cheat in the dictionary. And to cheat means to act dishonestly or unfairly in order to gain an advantage, especially in a game or an examination. I think the cheat day mentality is harmful to life, to your mind and body and your soul. It's like, well, who are you cheating on anyway? Are you cheating on yourself? Are you cheating on your body? Are you cheating on society? Like, what the hell? Instead, what I advocate for is learning to nourish yourself and nurture yourself and become friends with food, practicing slowing down when you eat, being mindful when you eat, being mindful what you eat. And then when you do practice slowing down when you eat, it improves digestion and you will actually end up leading, eating less because you'll feel full. Plus, when you eat with attention, your food will taste better. You'll be aware of what you're tasting. I advocate for learning to listen to your body's messages when you are hungry, when that hunger is actually thirst, what your cravings mean. I'm all for learning about foods that are nourishing for you and what foods might be causing inflammation or upset. And when we elevate our food experience and our relationship with food, it's like, and we view it as a part of being a a grown adult who actually takes care of yourself. It can be healing and transformative. Conscious eating helps produce sustainable, lifelong healthy relationship with food and has so many health benefits. And that's what we want, right? That's what you want, isn't it? So bye-bye cheat day. (laughs) Let's learn how to nourish ourselves and feel satisfied and receive pleasure from delicious healthful foods every single day. And on that note, please be sure to say something nice to yourself slow down when you eat and say yes to rest. Hey, if what you're hearing resonates with you, I created a free resource just for you. Anti-inflammatory living, the essential guide to get your free copy, head over to guide.thewellnessheadquarters.com. That's guide.thewellnessheadquarters.com to receive your free anti-inflammatory living, the essential guide.